The gift that keeps on giving. The last little tape. I put live on all the major platforms. Just a little piece of work to end out the year. Just to like put a little stamp on the year that I had. Man, a lot of stuff happened this year. A lot of things positive, some negative, but I felt the needle move forward and and this just was just to solidify it almost in my mind for me while I was just like, okay, just let me put out a quick little project because I've been working and I continue to work on the, on the art form. But every time I drop a little tape, I like to go back and get a little background behind what I do and the creative process behind it all. Like, <clears throat> Actually, like a few of these songs, about three or four of them came within the last few weeks, even though I've been like, non-stop like chipping away at just adding more demos for about a year or so now but these last few came really off just browsing youtube and starting to play with them free beats like on my last album i purchased all of the beats so like it took a little longer the process took longer but using free beats gonna help me put out content a little bit quicker like and that's sort of my goal, but then it's not really my goal. But then sometimes, like, I know I got to press the gas a little bit. And, like, it was the holiday season. I was really chilling, kicking back for two weeks. So I'm like, I got to do something that's incorporated with what I'm trying to do artistically. So it was just, you know, another move. You know, that's pretty much what it was. And then I'll just go through the tracks on how I really spit them out. And that first one was called Inner Me. The beat was sent to me by Pre. And it was titled Inner, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I saw it, like, usually when I get a beat, I look at the name and it'll give me an idea on what the beat feels. Because, like, now that I'm playing with the bars, it's like the beat tell you what need to be said. Like, you can't get on no slow track. You know what I'm saying? Talking about turning up and stuff. It's like you got to find the words to unlock certain tracks. And I feel like I had the terminology right on most of the tracks that I got on, like, what I was talking about fit the structure of the beat, so it just kind of glued together in that sense rather than me just getting on the mic and just rapping because I want y'all to hear my voice. But The Enemy, it came originally from a song called Enemy, which was written by my homeboy Chuck in a rock band called Iceman Special. He played a bass guitar, but he also do all the writing for him too, and he one of my dear friends that I started creating with back in high school when the rap dream first really started to come into fruition we were going to record over at his house but he still continued him and his brother and they have a successful band that travels around the u.s now sharing their work but he has a song called enemy where he states the line it's not the enemy it's the inner me and like i got to be around him for about six months or so and got to go on a couple shows with him and that's just the song that stuck out and gravitated to me and stuck with me you know and now that I've got back into the creative space, it just kind of oozed out me just from repetition or just from hearing it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I thought. That's just what clicked. And it, it ended up being a, a decent little track. And Chuck was the kicker. So when the kicker kicked me that, I pretty much was just saying my friend gave me that. You know what I'm saying? He gave me that little, that little nudge in that direction. So it was a fun track. And... <clears throat> The second track on there, the same cloth. Um, once again, when you in this world, you sharing it with multiple people. And Big Youngster sent me this, and it was originally supposed to be a song in tribute to our homeboy that got killed not too long ago, back in Oakdale. R.I.P. Rake Straw. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
it's been echoed a lot of times, but I just want to echo it again. And that song was pretty much based around that concept of like, you know, I call it friendly fire, bro. That black on black crime, like, you know, it just don't sit well, and especially in small towns, cause like people are so close knit and everybody know everybody. And I used to coach both of them cats, like they was on the same basketball team, and then just imagine one of the other ones killing the other one. It just was wild and. The reason and the purpose over it too was just it carried no weight and it, it sat on my heart and it's been on my heart for months, you know. And you know my therapist through these these rhymes, bro. So it just came out this way and um, you know I like that track. It's actually my favorite one on the track because I can just play it back and it give me a whole heap of memories. Like I like when I can talk to my community back home because most of the time I be talking in general. I'm like sharing who I am, but. When I can give a direct message to the crowd or, like, envision the people that I know that I'm trying to reach, even if they don't listen just quite yet, like, like I like that focus of, like, message and, and shooting a straight shot, you know, to my little community because we know what world we live in, and I don't think much is going to change on the front of black people killing black people, but somebody got to shed a light on it, at least say something, you know what I mean, and not really feed the monster, but try to deprive him a little bit he can't win every time right like come on not every time <laughs> and that's just how i think about it <clears throat> and the track three was don't miss a monday and that's a workout song like every monday i have to like pep myself up to get up and, and start the week off on fire you know if that be that 5 a.m workout it like sets the tone for my week so it's a challenge I've given to myself, and it's an extension of my brother-in-law. He shares that every Monday on his Instagram and just seeing it over and over again. Like I feel like when you're an artist, what you consume and what you put into you, that's what you eventually use as content in order to make creative. So I've seen it over and over and over, and then it grew into a track just that simple. Uh, and I'm not going into the details of the ball by balls just yet. It's just the general name and where the creative idea came from. And, that's where that Don't Miss a Monday came from, and that's my workout song. Because <laughs> I try to stay, you know, active in a sense of, like, keeping my body in a certain posture. Just, you know, they say it's for mental health. Some people say it's to feel good. But I've gotten in the habit of it just from my background of college sports and being a personal trainer now, being a physical education instructor like I got to, you know, that has to be a part of my life. <laughs> It has to be. So I keep it as that, and I try to find ways to continue. Like, this whole rap career kind of started off me getting tired of hearing the music that I was hearing I was working out. I'm like, man, I think I should go ahead and make my own music to work out to. And I'll listen to this shit for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I just will. Like, these are little thoughts of mine like, that have grown wings a little bit. I'm, you know... I appreciate the, the artistic process. I really do. Um, the fourth track on there, Sunday at the church. Can't really see it when you're in that. That was another one I had been sitting on for a minute, too. Youngster sent me that beat. And, like, he got that that hood, trap, soul kind of feel with his track. So when he let me jump into his space, I could be honest and real. Like, I kind of like getting in that space. But, you know... It can be a lot because sometimes I throw some direct, you know. I know exactly what I'm trying to hit and, you know, the truth be coming in all these different ways. And sometimes it's not as accepted as it should be, but 
that Sunday at the church was one of those ones where I felt like I could be honest and I was talking to a select few of people, a select crowd that, you know, they'll hear it when they need to. <laughs> I know that for sure. And uh, the, the fifth track, Repetition, Reputation, uh, that one was directed. Well, that was for my girl, really, to be on some stuff. Like, <laughs> man, we know how love is, bro. I love a little bit of everything, if we all can be honest with it. And as we go through the, you know, the gauntlet of our first-year parents, like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just been no walk in the park, but, like, me and her, like, we connected in this, and we know where we're going, so I can share it through my music, just so she can hear me in another light, too, to where it's just not us talking back and forth in the house, and then you get kind of typecast as, like, the male figure, so her being there, being able to hear me in another platform, I think, helps me, because, you know, understanding is important, too, when you're trying to love somebody, which is the hard part, so I try to, like, articulate myself in my mind in different ways so that people can understand me because me saying it sometimes don't hit the right note it don't i may not say it with the right tone man you know how this man you know how this go don't pull my big toe <laughs> straight like that and the sixth one is my shell that's just my fun track where like I got this inner child in me, too, where, like, for 40 hours a week, I just go run around and play with elementary kids and just smile and just, you know, enjoy myself a little bit. So I tried to bring a little bit of that to the mic, like, because I'm kind of serious. I'm always message-driven. I'm trying to, like, really put a dent in whatever we call this through my art. So, like, sometimes I get too serious. So this track just kind of loosened me up a little bit just to, like, smile a little bit. <laughs> and it's a happy track it's a fun track that I listen to on, on sunny days you know what I'm saying that's kind of what I was aiming at on that one and then the last one that the grown folks talking um, it came from an idea after listening to Lupe Fiasco YouTube though for real I'm just like trying to you know say a rap song in a different like person like a third person a first person like trying to say it from a different tone and like now, since I've unleashed this Charlie Ray character, I've been having to go back and deal with a bunch of my little childhood demons, my inner child demons, my inner child angels, too. Not just bad stuff. Like, I realized the happiness that I had as a kid, but then I also have to go to those places emotionally where, you know, I may not want to touch, you know, just for whatever reason. But this one was, you know, a real personal track to me, and it was all, like, you know, honest and real stuff after me going through a little spat of being, like, kind of clueless on, on fatherhood and not only not from having one present but just from never being one and like having the experience I had and not being a new father and trying to connect those two worlds it's like usually what you don't want to happen to be seem like it's gonna happen and like I grew up without one really present and I'm like I've like promised to myself that I wouldn't you know leave or you know let my son grow up in that situation but then you never know how life gonna challenge you so I know one thing, I, I I never lost the love, so I know that at the root of it, that'll always be there, so this song is for my son, really, you know, and for my little self, little Charlie Ray that's gonna be coming out in these bars, so it was a quick and easy track, and I had fun doing it, and like, 
I even challenged my engineer on this one and just kind of let's rev it up one time and see how many songs we can do in two hours. And like I had already had these things recited, so recording them not the hard part. So I just we went in there and put seven beats on and I just went in on them. And then he quick mastered all of them and it came out like as a decent little production just for how quick we dropped it. Like I just wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> Like, because it's hard to challenge yourself when you're going against yourself. You don't know what a ball to meet at. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I keep trying to push myself, whether it be artistically and whether it be challenging myself to be more consistent in what way or whatnot. But, man, I hope you guys enjoy 2022. We're about to walk into 2023. And it's a couple people who be listening and, and bumping me right now. And, like, you one of those loyal fans that, you know, when it touches, it's going to really touch, and you're going to be a part of this more than I am, and that's the beautiful part of growth. Like, you end up attracting and people being a part of it that you didn't even know would be. So, hey, I appreciate y'all, and it's the collections, bro. I'm going to do this shit for the rest of my life, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this this is about to be a, a, an enormous catalog, and I'm just excited, you know, because I can kind of see how it's going to go, where it's going to go. We never know, but. We're going to put in work either way. And that's love from above. Peace.